So our third and final reading today comes from Hebrews chapter 7, verses 20 to 28. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 20. And it was not without an oath. Others became priests without any oath, but he became a priest with an oath when God said to him, The Lord has sworn and will not change his mind. You are a priest forever. Because of this oath, Jesus has become the guarantor of a better covenant. Now there have been many of those priests since death prevented them from continuing in office. But because Jesus lives forever, he has a permanent priesthood. Therefore, he is able to save completely those who come to God through him, because he always lives to intercede for them. Such a high priest truly meets our need, one who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. Unlike the other high priests, he does not need to offer sacrifices day after day, first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. He sacrificed for their sins once and for all when he offered himself. For the law appoints as high priests men in all their weakness, but the oath which comes after the law appointed the Son, who has been made perfect forever. Okay, thank you, Josh. All right, now, first of all, the pirate (laughs) reminded us that we have a sure and certain hope. Then we heard that our hope is Jesus, who's a better priest than the others because he's a king as well. Now we have time to look at the promise and to see the oath that God swore. We want to see the content of our hope. Now, what was the oath? God's promise to us was that the Saviour King would also be our high priest forever. So that's the point of this third section. The oath comes up in Psalm 110. Now, the Lord has sworn and will not change his mind, you are a priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. Up until then in the Bible, Melchizedek had only been mentioned in Genesis chapter 14. But now, a thousand years later, no, sorry, not a thousand, 800 years later, God makes another promise. And he says, that strange combination of priest and king is going to happen forever, and it will happen to someone, they will be made a priest forever. Who's he talking to? If you were to read the first verses of the psalm, it is about the Lord's saviour king. David said, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. I won't give a big sermon on that passage. But he's talking about the king who was to come, who would be victorious in defeating all enemies. A saviour king. And now he promises to that king, you will be a priest forever just like Melchizedek, a king and a priest at the same time. Now, we know that it's Jesus who's this saviour king uh, and priest. Because after dying, of course, he was raised from the dead, he went up to heaven, he entered into the very presence of God and he sits down at the Father's right hand representing us. What does this mean? This means that Jesus is our Hope, our sure hope. What does it mean? It means he's our confidence, right? In him we have a better and sure way of coming to God. Let me illustrate. The problem with other high priests in the Old Testament is that they would die. And then they kept on dying. 
so they die like this, right? Now, it's very difficult to continue on your work if you're dead. Let me just try. Nope, it's not happening. All right, so it's very difficult. <laughs> okay, you can't do your job if you're dead. No sooner had another one risen to take his place, and he drops dead. <clears throat> and then another one had to come, and they had to keep being replaced. You get the point. Not even if your last name was Jolliffe would it help. Apparently, my cousin went to England, went touring, and found in a little place, she can't remember where, I'm disappointed, that there was a Reverend Jolliffe who had the record of being the longest serving vicar in any one parish in England ever. 71 years he was in the one place. Well, not even a guy like that could help you, because he drops dead, right? Okay. But of course, Jesus is still alive. After he rose, he never died, and because he always lives forever, that means his priesthood lasts forever, which means he's always there to represent us before God. Our king who has defeated death and judgment, our priest who has dealt with our sin, and that means that he is the one who can save us completely. And the book of Hebrews says that is why he is exactly the high priest that we need. We need a high priest in heaven who is like us but can stand before God on our behalf and Jesus is that one. He is holy, he is blameless, he is before God and one of us. The question is how can he stand before God forever if he's dealt with our past sins, what about our future sins? When we sin, isn't it the case that he'd have to keep leaving heaven there and come back and offer more sacrifices for sin? No, of course is the answer, because the sacrifice that he offered is finished. It was once for all. All sin, the sins of the whole world, all time, past, present, and future. The point is, he's a better priest because he is able to save completely those who draw near to God through him. And that's the point. Application, draw near to God through him. That's what we're meant to do. Not through another high priest, because he's the one whose God has sent to be our hope. We're to take hold of him, not drift. Okay, so let's try and apply this. There's a negative and a positive. The negative is don't come to God through anyone else, because they won't work. They won't be effective. Let me tell you what happened on Tuesday. This week I flew up to Sydney uh, to, to help Ken Noakes. Ken was served for many years in the city as the 5pm pastor. He's now the senior pastor at the Lower Blue Mountains Anglican Church um, at Glenbrook, just as you begin to go up to the Blue Mountains. And they had a holiday club for kids, and I went over. He asked me a year ago. A year ago. You say yes to things a year in advance because, you, you know, it's so far away. Anyway, time caught up with me. I had to go. So... <laughs> So Monday I was frantically writing the talks. On Tuesday I was sitting in the airport after I'd got through security at a little cafe and there was an older woman who was there at the table beside me and she started talking. I'm furiously trying to keep writing the talks, finish them before I get there, right? And she's, she's a bit of a chatterbox and so I thought I'd not be rude, I'd talk to her. And uh, she said, oh, are you still working here? He said, well, I'm, an, I'm a church pastor and I'm about to go to the Blue Mountains and there'll be a holiday club and I'm about to 
teach 100 children, and um, I'm, I'm writing talks uh, for that. And she said, oh, that's good. She says, I'm a Christian. I said, oh, good. And um, anyway, we got talking eventually, speed up the conversation. She said, well, I always pray to God and to my first husband who's died. Uh, she had a very good relationship with her first husband and tragically he died too early. And he feels like she understood her better than her second husband. And now she no longer has a husband. So she always prays to God and her husband. Now I'm in the book of Hebrews and I'm trying to write talks about her, him being a, a great high priest, etc. I thought, I've only just met her, it would be rude to kind of slam dunk correct her. Uh, I thought, how can I be gentle about this? I said, you do know, don't you, that the wonderful thing about Jesus is that he is your high priest and he's the only one you need. And you can come straight to the Father through him. You don't need to go through anyone else because no one else will represent you better. No one understands you better. He is able to deal with your sin forever. And then we moved on. But there you go, that happened at Adelaide Airport on Tuesday morning. Um, he is our high priest. You don't need to go to God through anyone else. Okay, that's the negative. The positive is, make sure you do come to God through Jesus. If we know Jesus is our better high priest, then we won't just come to him, we'll come to God through him. Let me say that again. If we know that Jesus is our better high priest, we won't just come to him, we'll come to God through him. You understand? Uh, my observation is that um, there is a, how shall we say it, a, a common practice amongst Christians to pray to Jesus. Dear Jesus, blah, blah, blah. Now, your prayer life is very personal to you, so I know I'm touching on personal ground here. Um, it's not technically wrong to do that. There are two prayers to Jesus in the Bible. Two. Stephen, when he was being stoned to death, looked up and saw Jesus and said, uh, forgive them, they do not know what they, what they are doing. And then in the second last verse of the Bible, come Lord Jesus, come. Two prayers in the Bible to Jesus. So it's not wrong. However, it's not really getting the point of who Jesus is. He's a priest. We come to God through him. That's the whole point of him being a priest. God didn't send him so that the prayers would stop at Jesus. He sent him so that people, could, sinners, could come to God through him. Um, this is what Jesus himself encouraged, wasn't it? His disciples said, teach us to pray. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. So the prayers in the New Testament are addressed to God the Father in the name of God the Son. We come to God through Jesus, do you understand? So the application is make sure you do it. Sometimes you can think, I can't pray, I'm too dirty. I can't pray, I don't deserve to be forgiven. Um, sometimes you can think, I won't pray because I'm too fearful. Brothers and sisters, you have a high priest in the order of Melchizedek. He is your sure and certain hope. As king, the saviour king, he has defeated sin and death for you. As your priest, he has dealt with all of your sin. He has cleared the way open. He is now standing in the presence of the Father for you to come to the Father through him. That's who he is. 
He is our sure and certain hope because he's what we need to stand before God eternally, unblemished, undefiled, guiltless, spotless, made new. He is everything we need. Let's pray. Father in heaven, thank you so much for the Lord Jesus Christ whom you sent and who right now is our high priest and king in the order of Melchizedek. We thank you that he as king has defeated sin and death and judgment and we praise you that he as priest turns away your anger, your righteous anger because he has offered himself once for all we praise you that he represents us. He understands, and because he understands, you understand. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you have sent such a one. May we and everyone come to you through him. In Jesus' name, amen.